I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. You f***ing irritate the shit out of me! I'm only going to get this one chance. It's just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Hate means I do something. Hey, what's going on, peeps? Okay, here we go. Welcome to Gap Cell Keenan number 28. For those of you who don't know, Gap Cell Keenan is where a real live salesperson comes and tries to sell me on their product or service. And here's the cool part. If they can find a problem I have, I will buy. If they find a problem we have, here at a sales guy, consulting, recruiting, and training, we will buy. Okay? If not, they have to subject themselves to some gap selling, critique, and coaching. So you know how this goes. Let's invite in our next victim, guest, whatever you want to call him. But our new guy here who's going to try to gap sell me and a sales guy is Robert Stewart. Robert, welcome, my man. Thank you, Keenan. It's good to be here. Thank you so much. I uh, understand a whole lot about uh, about this whole idea of, of talking to lots of people, but uh, it's, it's a little uncomfortable sometimes to think you're talking to an audience that you can't see. Yeah, I'm getting used to it. So You're getting used to it. It's all good. Hold on. Let me turn this down so I can see everybody's comments. All right, Robert, here's the dog. We got a bunch of people watching already. Good. So this is your time. Tell everybody quickly what your product or service is and then try to sell me, my man. Oh, this is good news. This is good news. Well, I'm going to tell you, organizations like, it doesn't matter whether it's yours or anybody else's, deal with projects all the time. I mean, you got a project, whether it's going on at your home or it's going on uh, in your business, and you've got uh, multiple subcontractors that are understand that 80% of those projects or programs like that fail. And a project can be everything from building a skyscraper to managing the construction on your house or a large deployment of 5G or optical networks or anything of the like. So when we find that 80% of projects fail, ask the question, well, what, what does that mean? What do you mean a project, 80% of them fail? Well, they failed by not meeting their budget. They failed by not meeting the quality or by completion. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Do, my, do I have products? Projects have you ever experienced where your project failed? It didn't meet the budget or quality or completion? Sure. Yes. Absolutely. And most of the time, if you're dealing with subcontractors or multiple suppliers, it's usually a lack of communication between those suppliers and looking at the looking at the total scope of what's going on to understand where these gaps are. Would you say that's correct? Yep. I Absolutely. Agree. So what I find is that most organizations deal with the same issue. The issue is centered around a protocol that multiple users need to verify or to authenticate the work that's being done, the communication, the inventory tracking, the time you're on the site, those kinds of things. What they end up with is waiting on a job, trying to make sure that something happens, incomplete work or inconsistent quality. So what happens when somebody doesn't show? Who reports in and how do you know that in real time? Or how do you gather that information when you have long phone calls and gathering updates on authenticating the work progress or compliance to your customer? So what we try to do is make sure that you don't have to suffer through that. When you suffer through the idea of taking in multiple projects or programs and having the challenges of no-shows and delays and misplaced inventory, you have, you have to answer not only to yourself and your budget, but you got to answer to your customer. And that is what we try to help you pre prevent. 
So these issues are addressed by a business process management system, a software as a service. And that software as a service is what we provide for you. And we're, we're helping you to ensure that your project is successful. This is doing remote project management by streamlining the communication from the project from an on-site smartphone technology to a cloud platform. Now, our partners view the status of every project from anywhere and any place at any time. The software provides the right information to the right people at the right time. Have you ever been flooded with data? Just information on top of information? No, you have the information, but it doesn't seem to mean anything to you? No. Have you ever, do you drive a, do you drive an automatic car? Do you ever drive a car with an automatic yeah. transmission? You yeah. do? Yeah. Do you have a tachometer on it? Yeah. What's that for? You know how, car, how much the car is it's RPM? Just, it's just data. It's just information that you don't use. The tachometer is used for a standard transmission automobile to make sure that you don't get the revolutions per minute too high. All right, stop. So now, stop. Yeah. Stop. Robert. First question. Yep. Have you read Gap Selling? I'm, I've got it up right now. Hey, sure. That was not the question. The question was, have you? Yes, I've read, I, I've, I've read the book, not cover to cover. By okay, that book. was my next question. Have you read it cover to cover? No. Man, you are a daring dude for you to show up on this call having not finished it. Second one, have you gone out and watched previous Gap Sell Keenans? I have watched some of the YouTube videos. Okay. Then based on how far into the, don't bullshit me, how far into the book are you? Um, maybe three quarter or a quarter of the way there. Between quarter, a quarter and half quarter, way there. Three quarters, I'll tell you exactly what page I'm on. Hang on. Hang on. I'll tell you exactly what page good, I'm on. Good. Good. Um, I'm on page 43. Okay. That's not, that's, that's not even 20% way through. Get out of here. It's about halfway. 260 something pages. Oh, the book I had doesn't have 267 pages, but that's okay. okay. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, read the name of the, the actual book. Gap Selling, Getting the Customer Say Yes. Okay, yes. Okay. So it, I don't know what you're looking at, but it does. It's 235, Okay, good. You've barely gotten through the beginning. So here's my first question. Based on what you've read, what, do you do, what have you been doing wrong? Well, the relationships obviously don't matter. Nope. Um, so what no. you just did for the last five minutes what did you do wrong based on Understanding what the um, selling to the customer need. You did that? Is that you were doing? Selling to my no, need? No, I wasn't selling to the customer need. But I, I stayed in the book not to sell to customer need. So I need I needed to understand you. I needed to understand why people buy, why you're going to buy. What okay, is it? So how have you tried doing that in the last five? Like I was going to let you go, but I was like, this is brutal. I got to sell. <laughs> you got to really let me have it, huh? Like literally, I'm like, where are you going? Like, is this how you engage with other buyers? Uh, no, I just just with you. <laughs> okay, what do you do with other buyers? Uh, we usually know exactly what their problem is, and, and how would you know what their problem is without talking to them? Because we have a conversation. Okay, then why aren't we having a conversation? Well, I, <laughs> I'm believing we're on a we're on a broadcast where you're going to coach me through some of this stuff. So I guess at the end me, of the day. You got to show me how to sell. Like you what? sell some type of project management software, do you not? That's correct. So then why aren't you trying to help understand if I could use project management software? Well, I, I, I absolutely know that you don't use project project software right now. How do you know that? 
I guess we should ask those questions of you, but I'm oh. looking at you. I'm looking at you as a coach and an author. And this much I know about you. What do you know about me? I know that you're a coach and an author. Am I wrong? What is No, but what does that have to do with my business? What's the name of my business? But I understand. I'm just saying, are you not a coach and an author? Is that not true? Or am yes, I, that's I'm true. But how, yes, that's true. But how does that impact what you're trying to sell right now? Well, it impacts it because the, at the end of the day, you're not that you're not necessarily going to be my my target. Why in not? The business, so, right? Does your project management work for anybody or only a particular industry? Uh, it wouldn't work for anyone. Okay, I mean, then, really so what's, the name, what's the name of my company? Uh, a sales guy. Okay, great. How many employees do I have? Oh, man, I don't know. That's all right. That's okay. What type of projects do you think I could be working on? Uh, you could be working on, I don't know, maybe the distribution of your book or the next the next book that you're putting out. Or maybe you have a, a number of a number of clients that you're trying to manage. But I, I see that as, as more of a sales environment. But but when it comes to projects, why aren't you asking me questions around projects? That's a good question. That's good. That's a good idea. You've already you've already you've already proven yourself as a great coach. <laughs> well, thank you. Great and job. I was, I was questioning that. I was great really job. Great job. Was a good coach or not? Great so, job. I'm gonna let you start over. I'm gonna. Did you say no one gives a shit about your product or service? Okay, I'm going to pretend that that whole first five-minute diatribe was not the shit show that it was, okay? Because I want a good brother to represent. So we're going to start like over. You. You're going to come back in, and I'm going to give you five minutes to try to attempt to gap sell me. We're going to attempt gap selling. Yes, gap selling, okay? So start all the way over. Pretend the last five minutes didn't happen. You've got a project management software. Go. Keenan. Yes. Tell me a little bit about your business. I got a feeling that you deal with projects. Okay. That was broad. Ask the question based on the answer you want. Be specific in your question. Keenan, tell me specifically about, tell me, tell me more about your particular business. Okay. So we are a uh, sales consulting, training, and recruiting company. Okay. We work with clients anywhere from startups who've, who've just had their series A or B and are trying to scale past the original founder and a salesperson all the way up to Fortune 500 companies um, with massive sales teams internationally. Our sweet spot is companies between anywhere between 25 and about 200 to 300 sales employees. We um, offer consulting services, which help them address all types of, of the challenges of growing and developing sales teams. We also offer online training. We offer uh, virtual training based on gap selling the book, and we help with recruiting services. Great. When you talk about, let's talk about recruiting services real quick. Tell me, how let's do you talk about them? They're the smallest piece of my business. I don't care about them. What is the largest piece of your business? Where do you think you have the most? Consulting and training are tied. You said consulting, consulting and training. Training are tied. Yes. Do you outsource any of that? No. Do you outsource it? Do you do you train consultants that work for you? That are not part yeah, of the you ask that we will be, but we're not doing it now. We're actually doing that now? process now. Yep. So how, how many employees do you have? Uh, full, four full-time and two additional uh, 1099s. Great. And so to a certain degree, you have a couple of people that are on contract. How do you maintain the consistency of that training? I'm just curious. You have training manuals. Uh, how do you? Yeah, do we, have you whole we have a whole training curriculum. Right. right. Whole training curriculum. I Right now, I'm doing the training. Um, 
Brady and Danielle set up the me- Danielle sets up the meetings and and puts everything together. Um, so yeah, good. So when you're working with um, with your or your client, you're setting up the meetings and you and you're doing those things. In order to get everything set, is there ever ever any time where you think communication is going to be key to executing all of that seamlessly? So that no, that was a good question. You may not like my answer, but now you're getting into some decent questions. So when we're setting up that process right now, the process is pretty streamlined and pretty effective. So when we sign on a new client, um, Rachel, our salesperson who sold the business, she works with them to create the um, the uh, case studies that we use because we create customized case studies. She sets up meetings with the with the buyer and the and the sales leaders. They work together to create the case studies. She then takes those case studies and sends them over to Danielle. Danielle gets those case studies and puts them into my date into my um into uh, Slack. And then she also puts them into the meeting request that, that accepts the meeting. Um, and so those are there. Danielle then works with the buyer to set up the actual meetings themselves. So we do have all of that. But the process hasn't been messed up because it's so repeatable and everybody knows their roles. But that was a good question. Now you head in the right direction. Now was a good question. So with your clients, um, you, do you have a specific sector or industry that you like to focus in? Not, not at all? Nope. Perfect. So then tell me, do your clients ever put themselves in a position where, um, particularly now during COVID, that they're looking to streamline or at least maximize their, uh, their efficiency inside the organization? That's part of what you teach. Is that right? Yeah. yeah well, the, the consulting piece, of course, when I go in for a consulting gig, we sit down and we work out through what's called strategy, structure, people, process. We dissect the entire business, and then we go about trying to fix it. So when you talk about strategy, structure, people, and process, um, process is the key. Am I right? Everything is centered around process. You can't find anything that you're doing, including setting up your training, doing your HR, doing everything that you do in the consulting. All of it's centered around process. And because you have four people and expanding to outsourcing, that all works really, really well as long as you guys are all connected and communicated makes it simple. So what happens when you're consulting with your customer and your customer has a project where they're doing a multiple, uh, uh, maybe a rollout that's multi-geographical and have multiple people? How do they maintain, what is your consulting to them for when they're trying to maintain the consistency and protocol and process when they have a, a, a number of people scattered about the country? So I let them determine whatever process they want to apply. But generally speaking, we're not talking complex processes. We're not talking complex, what we'll call projects. It really doesn't take a lot to coordinate everybody to show up at a certain time if it's a training, or it doesn't take a lot to coordinate the two or three or four people that need to be somewhere as we're developing the, let's say, the new commission plan, we're developing the new SDR plan, or we're developing the new, um, uh, what do you call those things, the cadences on outreach. So one of the things that's interesting is the way we work from a consulting perspective. I only need, I have one direct resource, and that direct resource manages the other people internally. There are not a lot of hands in it. There's not a lot of building. There's not a lot of moving parts. So it's, it's really simple and streamlined. Let me ask this question this way, and I don't think well, maybe I wasn't clear about my question, and I want to help you help your customer. Because when you're consulting with your customer, the best thing you're is- telling me, don't tell me, don't tell me, ask. Like I just gave an answer that said, we don't have a very complex process, and so we've never experienced any problems. So here's where- your customers? What? Do your customers? No, not as it relates to the work I do with them, no. No, no, do your customers deliver complex processes some of them yeah complex right and yeah. so the, and i'm i'm asking you 
do you have or what do you share with those customers in order for them to maximize the efficiency and collect the maximum amount of profit in each one of yeah. them? Nothing. What is your advice? Nothing because it's outside of my um my ex it's outside of my expertise of the area I'm working on. So, so yes, I have for instance, I work with a building com uh, a building software company, right? Who did something similar, right? Where they had a software that helped um uh, build maintenance managers manage their projects, right? So from that end, they dealt with a lot of uh, people and they had a lot of projects and a lot of um, uh, products going on around development, uh, requirements gathering, et cetera. They had nothing to do with their sales organization. So I don't go that deep into the organization. I stay, really? I stay in the sales function. And no, no one's had an extremely complex project management set inside the sales function that I felt the need to mess with. Interesting, because when I think about sales and I'm asking this question um, and you probably with your experience, I'm confident that you'll understand what I'm talking about is that you're one of the things that your customer may be selling is that is that an assurance of quality. OK, or stop. You need to stop telling. Right. Like you keep trying to tell me things. I want you to learn to ask questions every time you feel like you want to say, let me tell you something or I'd like to share with you. I'm sure you'll agree with me. Flip it. Flip it into a question. Okay. So make that a question. Let me ask you, do your customers ever have a situation where they would they would like to improve their profit? Or they would like to improve they would like to improve their efficiency? Okay, that I'm gonna play along, but that's a dumb question because it's 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 rhetorical and it's way too fucking high and it annoys by okay. But well, I'll, I'll enlighten you. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't appease me. Okay. This so is okay. Ask a question of relevance as it relates to what you sell. Um, efficiency is always a big deal for most customers. Efficiency have, around what, though? Efficiency around their processes and their projects. Okay, so get, so get specific. What types of efficiencies are we talking about? The, 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 the efficiencies of, the, of delivery on a project. Okay, efficient. so flip the script. Where does a project not become, where is a project inefficient? What's going on in that? Give me an example of a place a project is inefficient. The uh, lack of consistent proto protocol to Give me an example of protocol. Like, like you've got to get out of these buzzwords and you've got to get out from being 50,000 feet. You've got to come down to 100 feet, right? Everybody listening, what Robert is doing here is will drive buyers crazy when you stay at 50,000 fucking feet, right? Do you want efficiencies? Are you, are you not gaining the product uh, project efficiencies that you want? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, 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 whatever. Get down to the specifics. When inside, inside of a project management environment where they're inefficient, Give me some real-world examples of so, where they're efficient. Okay, so let's get below the thirty thousand foot level right, and understand ask this. questions and, and and understand this. Have you ever had some of your subcontractors or anyone not show up on a remote project? I don't do remote projects, so no. Has your customer, when you're consulting with them about improving their efficiency? I'm sure, but not in the sales realm. So, 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 my when you work with a sales organization, there is no projects where people have to show up anywhere. Hmm. They just, it, okay. So would a salesperson be interested in making sure that their client's quality is secured? Quality around what? Quality around the production or the ex, the execution of a project, making sure that the quality is consistent. But okay. Protecting but, their brand. 
but what type of project could a sales organization ever be doing? Because you're going into my clients right now. Where I, where I think you're trying to go is, can I buy this to help my clients use it? But then what, from a sales perspective, and you're holding your own pretty good, from a sales perspective, what type of project could a sales organization be, be undertaking that could be screwed up? Well, let's use an example. Let's use, let's use a company like Accenture, for example. That's built, that might that might do um, a large deployment of uh, of an uh, IT integration, and they need to convince their customer that the quality will be consistent. Okay, that's IT integration. I'm with you on that, 100%. I understand all the different elements of trying to integrate some two different IT platforms or dropping a new application on this or getting two systems to talk to each other. That's a like. I know what a Gantt chart looks like. Like I know that you've got the developer, you've got security, you've got network operations, you've got Q&A, you've got UI, UX, you've got all this shit that's got to come together. I got that piece, but I'm telling you, stay in the sales world. You're trying to get me to buy this. So you need to find problems that I as a company would have that are related to product project management for me, for me. I got a question. Good. What will you do to scale your organization from four people to 40? Okay. So right now we're literally in the process of developing the licensing element of this. Is a lot of people want to teach this. We're in the process of developing the train the trainer curriculum and, and process. We're in the process of, we just, we're in the end process of, of continuing. We launched the LMS or the online version I'd rather use, the online version of our training, but we still are adding new features and new elements to that. So those are the three things we're doing. We're expanding our, our online training. We're doing train the trainer and we're licensing. That's how we're growing the company. Good. So when you when we talk about tracking all of that, how do you do that? You're doing you Excel spreadsheet? Be specific. You can't what? say tracking all of that. When you track licenses, when you track the trainers, you track your LMS delivery. Okay, stop, stop, stop. So I look, I, I like what you're doing and you're staying on. But you, when you say track my licenses, stop for a second and think, think. When I say license this, what does that mean? I mean, you're licensing your your um, your your IP, your intellectual property to yes. someone. To so from an, ex, from an execution perspective, tell me what that means. That means that somebody is um, actually actually either buying a license to execute, right? Yeah. Or yep. Or they're selling a license. Okay, them. good. So, where do you see a project management inefficiency around that? Um, it depends on how well you want to scale. I mean, if no, you're scaling, no, if you're scaling, no, because no, let, let, let me just let me just ask the question. Let me okay. just ask the question because I know you want to. But let me ask no, the question. No. That's what, because licenses come in multiple forms. So I want to make sure we understand. You could be extending license to those that you're selling to, train the trainer, and they could be extending license to other people because they're expanding their businesses. No, well. they cannot. No one else can train, can sell my license to somebody else. No. Okay. Remember, yeah. ask a question. Remember, ask questions. I'm asking the question. Okay. No, so, we're not going to allow train the trainers to turn around and sell our licensing. No. And tell her that there's there's no expansion that way. So the no. idea the the idea of expanding your business and tracking licenses, which you said easy to do because it comes with the contract or the con contract that you're dealing with. That's part of it. But the the training, the LMS, and your online platform are there in or have you ever experienced or do you anticipate 
any experience in tracking that information? Would you use an Excel spreadsheet or what tool might you use in that environment? To track the licensing? To track the, the LMS delivery and your online expansion. Okay, so the, I don't, right now we're working with a third party. We built the, um, the online training, I hate the word LMS, but we built the online training through a third party developer who is responsible for keeping it on track, right? And, um, and we're tracking all that through weekly meetings. And I think in, in, I don't know how she's tracking that. Okay, good. Another good question I have for you. How many third-party development or consultants do you use in order to, to three, in order to manage everything going forward or your expansion to scale? You say three, is that correct? And this, um, this, this learning module system uh, that is, is part of that? They're one of those? Oh, I know what we're using to, to track all this stuff. We're using GQs. Great. All right. Great. So when people are um, licensing and they begin to train, would you manage all of that? When when a, you have, manage, define manage. When you have a a um, a trainer who goes out and begins and has license with you to then go out and train yes. a company, do you do you manage it? Schedule it? What do you do with that? How do you how do you how do you well, if we, if we sell it and hand it to them? Yes, we will have to track that. So if we sell it and then assign them an opportunity, we'll have to track that. How, How do we, we, we okay. don't have a process for that yet. If okay. they sell it, sorry. Okay, if you sell it to them, sell them a license, and they're going to go out, you're going to track when they're going out to, to consult with the customer. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Okay, and then are you monitoring that, or is that just something that you say they've got the license, they have the training, they understand what they're doing? And do you do any monitor what? What are we going to monitor? Do you monitor. Do you, do you monitor how you know how many there's how many times they're training? Who yeah, they're training? What company? Yeah, we will have to. We will we have, will to, have to. to. Yes. And you expect to have how many? 40, 60 uh, licensed trainers out there? More. By when? Excuse me. By when? Um, over the course of the next twelve months. No, no, that's way too many. I think if we, I think if we have five to ten, the next twelve months we're doing well. And when your and your goal beyond that would be like over the next hundreds. twelve after that way, so hundreds. maybe the next two Eventually years. Hundreds. So you expect to expand twelve a year, maybe. That's a tough one to call because we're just starting. But I'll go with that twelve a year. I'll go with that twelve a year. Okay, so it, it does appear to me that eventually, or you're going down a path which you're going to have a fairly complex project management, fairly complex program that will that will re might require that you track them have you you have you haven't thought about what systems you might use in order to execute that no have not yeah so this is where i think we can introduce our particular product and how we can help you manage that with a single pane of glass and i'm asking you to have all that information in front of you where you know who's got the license where they're teaching who they're teaching yep. When okay. they're you got me. So here you go. That in one place. Okay, that was good. So here you go, because we're, we're out of time. So what you've gotten to here after all of this is that in this, everybody, I don't know if you guys were paying attention, but by asking some of the questions he asked, he got me to realize that we, I, maybe Brady's got this all nailed. I haven't given much thought to how we're going to manage these 
either franchise or these licensed, these licensed train the trainers that we've developed over time. So we're going to need something. So here's how you've won. I'm going to tell you to, to reach back out in about three to six months as we finish this process. And I'll listen to you to help us figure out what we need to know and what we don't need to know as we try to figure out how we're going to manage these people, what tools are we going to need, what do we need to manage, what do we need to train, what do we need to focus on, what's it going to take. So what you've done well is you've got me to realize find a hole in my execution strategy and that we may need some type of support, whether it's your project management or something else to track that moving forward. Don't need it now, but you've done a good job of getting me to recognize, you know what, we're going to need something like that. And because of that, I'm going to give you a second chance um, as we get closer to bringing these folks on. Great. I appreciate it. This is great. I mean, what a condensed training. I loved it. All right. Good, good, good. So here's my feedback to you, man. You got to learn how to ask more questions. Number one. Okay. You, you, you got to get away from this whole dialogue, soliloquy, monologue stuff that you had going on in the beginning. It was way, 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 way too much. And to Ben Steven, I know what you're trying to do, but you should understand if you were listening, I don't know when that's going to be. So I'm not going to put a, a meeting on the calendar because I have no idea when it's going to be, right? So if he, if he said put a meeting on my calendar, I'm going to say no. And what I'll say is my commitment is you reach back out to me in an email or something in about three or four months, I'll let you know if we're closer and then I'd be open to put something if we're closer. But right now, we are so far away from this that I'm not going to just schedule a meeting on my busy calendar to hold it. Okay? Really? So, that, so I'm answering a question for someone on here. So outside you're on of my that, calendar. That's the point. What? You're on my calendar. Yeah, exactly. You're on my calendar. No, look, I get you asking it, but you, if you were paying attention, you should know that in this case, it's not worth it. It's too far out. And, you, and you, I've already told you there's all kinds of stuff I haven't done yet. So you're not going to get my attention by trying to book it. Now, the second thing I want you to do is I want you to learn to um, uh, take any time you want to say something and try to tell me something, right? Turn it into a question. So when you were saying, well, if this and if that and do you feel this and do you feel that, uh, turn into are you experiencing, can you tell me more about this, can you dig into this, can you share me with this? Because one of the things you didn't do, wait, uh, Keen, I really would love to know after reading Gap saying, do you have a background in sociology? I, I get that asked a lot. I do not, but I was a poli-sci major and I'm fascinated by psychology and I'm fascinated by sociology, Elena, and I have had a lot of sociology classes um, uh, in college, et cetera. So I, I'm sure there's some retained knowledge that played into this. Sorry. So <clears throat> I want you to learn how to ask questions much better. Okay. Right. I think you can grow tremendously in learning to ask questions. Um, next, I want you to slow down. Let the buyer answer. You are so ready for the next question. You're so quick. You're quick to interrupt. You're on your agenda. I want you to slow down, ask the question and listen to it. Listen to it. See what tips and tricks can, I'm sorry, see, let me say it differently. See whatever it is they say See if you can come up with tips or tricks to help you listen to what they say and see where that conversation can take you. Okay? So one of the things I told you is that we built an LMS by scratch using a third party. Right? Yep. Never once did you ask, was it delivered on time? I literally told you, we invested in our own LMS our own online digital online system and never a training course. And never once did you ask, was it delivered on time? 
because you weren't listening. You were so consumed with getting to the next level, getting to where you wanted to go. You weren't listening. You see what I'm saying? Good question. All right. So slow down, ask more questions, be more focused on my answers, learn trips and ticks to be connected to what I'm saying and see where I take you rather than you trying to take me. Okay. Very good. All right, my man. I like it, man. Thank you. Yeah, baby. I appreciate it. You hung in there. I give you credit. Like you, oh, man, you trust me pretty good, man, but I, I, I got, I got very little ego in this game, so it's okay. Well, look, someone on here gave you props for keeping calm and I give you credit. You pivoted well. You didn't get flustered, so I'm proud of you. I'm I proud enjoyed of you. it. Yes, good, good, good. All right, thank you. So you know, put a note in your calendar to, to reach out in about three or four months. It. Make a note on why I told you three or four months. Because if we're still not as far ahead in the process as we'd like to be, then you're going to want to know that early, yeah. right? You got to yeah. know where, why I told you to do that and ask, hey, are you there? And does the timing right to begin to talk about this? Got it. This okay. is good. All right. All right, baby. Listen, I appreciate it. Um, and so for everybody, thank you very much, my man. I appreciate it. Fun. It was fun. Yep. All right, everybody else. <clears throat> for those of you who stuck around, this was an interesting one. I hope you learned something from it. For those of you just coming in, again, these are real live salespeople. We're really trying to sell me something. And he got himself a potential second meeting. It took him a while, but he got there. If you want to sell to me, if you've got a product or service you think a sales guy needs and you want to sell to me, DM me on LinkedIn and we will get you set up. All right. Um, what else? I feel like there's something else. Oh, uh, YouTube. If you want to see this is number 28, we are dumping them all onto YouTube. So if you want to see them on YouTube, you can go watch all the other past ones and see how they go. If you come on the show, you better have read Gab Selling. Don't show your sorry ass up having read only 43 pages, uh, Robert. I think you're going to be a good Gap seller. All right, folks. So I got nothing but love for all of you guys. Thank you very, very much for jumping in. And you know what I'm going to say. Until next time. Peace. I'm out. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Get it.